Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. To my detriment, there's one that I can't find that was around and I can no longer You have find to just it. keep an eBay, whale. like you have to search eBay basically every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I have a, I have a little notification going. I, I mean, Come clearly. On. I'm, I'm alerted. <laughs> what is the one that you're waiting on? What is the one that's elusive? Prussian blue. Mm. Hello, buenos dias, bonjour, konnichiwa, aloha, shishi, shalom, salam, and guten tag. Yes, this is the Fanatics podcast you've been waiting for. I am one of your hosts, David Magadoff, and my other host is Claire Kramer. Hello. Hi, David. (laughs) Konnichiwa to you, Claire. Konnichiwa as well. We have on today such a lovely a person. Her name is Janita Gavankar, uh, and you know her from so many things. True Blood, she was Ben Affleck's better half on the way back, the film and Vampire Diaries, and I met her on The Morning and Show. And the cover of Vogue. I mean, come on. Like, yes. <laughs> epic, and her dress is absolutely gorgeous on that. But, I mean, you know her. You've worked with her. She's a doll. She. She's an absolute doll, and you guys are going to get a hoot out of this one. It's uh, her her joy that she has for things and her uh, joy for life and just her <sighs> viva la vida is just so beautiful. And so it's just been so fun to be able to have that conversation with her about moleskins because she loves moleskins. Moleskin notebooks. Uh, no, yeah, notebooks. Not actually the skins of moles, which uh, we don't but get into, you know by what? the moleskin? way, of where that origin of the name came from. Well, bit she talks about the production of notebooks you know in oh, france yes. in the 18 the la belle Epoque era but what i referenced as moleskin before this conversation was i was a dancer so we had moleskin on the back of our feet every time we got a blister moleskin all on our toes moleskin 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 so it was yeah. <laughs> i had to shift my thinking for this podcast <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, before I start talking about that, yeah, let's talk about no. notebooks. Stinky notebooks. feet versus gorgeous notebooks, which now I'm obsessed with, but we'll talk about that later too. Yeah. Janina is just like, when I met her doing the morning show, she's the, one of the anchors and she was just a joy. You know, she's just someone who I didn't, I didn't know of Janina before meeting her. And it was just such a pleasure to get to know her as a person and not necessarily be a fan of her and then it's fun to like meet somebody cool and then start to become a fan of them after the fact and you're like wait not only are you like a fun person and silly and you know will say the word fuck as often as she wants to you know it's just she's just a joy you know she's just someone who's a surprise of a person and uh speaking of surprises 
three, two, one. Here's the podcast. Janina, are you gonna write? Are you gonna write this down in your moleskin when you're done? It's already, it's already in there. No, what has? So I don't use moleskins as journals. I use them as my to-do list place. Mm-hmm. So. In some way, I, I assume I'll look back on them as a kind of journal, but it'll be like bullet points of shit I got done as opposed to my thoughts and feelings. But isn't that what a journal is? I mean, is it? I mean, that's like whether you use prose or a list, it's it's bullet points of shit you got done or didn't do. Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I think that we need to ask the audience out there, like, what is your definition of journaling? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll put in a thing that's like, uh, uh, if I have a, well, this is actually often I'll have an overwhelming sense of gratitude because there's a lot of really cool shit that's going on. And then I'll have to make a bullet point of all the things like, I'm so happy. (laughs) Why? And then I'll make a list of all the cool shit and then I can move on to. Yeah. Okay. And and tears dry on the moleskin. Tears of joy. Tears of joy. So for those who don't know, Janina, what exactly is a moleskin notebook? Let's say, you know, I, I, let's say, just take me as an example that I've never, I'm not familiar with this. What is it? And Dude, what it's just a turns notebook. you on about it's it? Just it's a not just a notebook, Janina. It's just a fucking notebook made by a company called Moleskin. Can we swear on this podcast? Yeah, of course. Cool, you cool, can. Cool. <laughs> so... You know, there's a bunch of different companies that make notebooks, but for some reason, this one is mine. And uh, I'm super specific about how I engage with them and how I buy them, which is embarrassing. Oh, do you promote? Do you, will you like post on your Instagram and stuff? Like, like you'll you'll at them and like do no them? okay. But no. what do you mean engage? You said, I, oh, engage with the notebook itself? With the yes. notebook itself. Oh, yes, I love David. that talk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, no, I, don't, so I don't mean like in a, in a gross, like, right. at me, bro, kind of tagging way. No, I don't think um, that. So a moleskin notebook is a notebook with a certain type of cover that's like, it's almost it's like a, a velvety soft. leather, right? Yeah, so it's not even leather, y'all. It's just... Probably, I don't know. I should actually find out what it's made of, but so it's, yes, (laughs) it's made out of moles. So the, the term moleskin, uh, so you know how like, you know, people say, oh, it's a moleskin notebook. It's sort of like saying it's like a Kleenex. Kleenex is a brand name, but everybody knows that it, you know, it's become so ubiquitous that it, it sort of encompasses an entire uh, everybody who's ever made that specific thing. So moleskin notebooks are actually, things that were made by bookbinders that had bookshops in Paris in like the 1900s, right? And then somebody in the 90s was like, we should bring those back. And even though there are journals, plenty of blank journals in bookstores, this is, we're going to do this. And then they, this is like an Italian person in Italy did this. And, you know, I feel like, I don't even know, in the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. This is a very newish kind of thing, but it was based on, you know, the moleskin notebooks that were made in the days of yore. So, um, yeah. And then they just, this whoever brought this back knows how to build a company and went international. I think I bought my first one in 2009. I should go find out actually. Good memory oh, yeah, though. I good. like that you know when you bought your first moleskin. That's that's fun. Yeah. Well, it changed my entire 
process and how I handle my own ADD. Uh-huh. So, well, it's, what's the origin story then? That's it huge. It saved me. So, you know, I I grew up a classical musician. Uh, it's so weird that I ended up an, uh, an on-camera actor. I also produce and write. So I live a very project-based life. And I always thought it was very normal that I multitask as much as I do, right? And then I realized that, no, the entire industry is made up of people with broken brains. And we all do this because it's the way that we (laughs) work and keep ourselves feeling okay about the things that aren't moving forward. So, (laughs) but the way to actually continue to keep that organized and keep all the, the, the plates spinning is to write them down for me, right? Mm -hmm. Write it down, to-do list, to-do list, to-do list. And so I, I don't know even how I got my first one. I think I just bought it. And it was black, you know, just like good old classic. And then I was like, wow, this really worked for me. Do I continue to only buy black? And then my second one was red. And then the, my second, my third one was oxidized green Mm -hmm. and then orange yellow. And that, so, uh, I just kept buying every color that they had. And then it became an obsession. I don't have a collection of anything. I'm actually trying to be a monk that owns zero things. But this became a real obsession. So now I only collect, guys, I've really gamified this. Please just get ready. I only buy hardcover large, they're called. I think it's like five and a half by eight and a half. Um, they have like, I think four sizes, but we'll get to that. So these are the larges. They uh-huh. must be hard cover. They must be ruled and they have to be a color that I don't own. And some of them are harder to find. And then they do like a one-off with Barnes and Noble. I have an entire list in my phone of the ones that I own. And I actually go to the, the Reddit, the subreddit, and I update it so everybody knows. Okay, the the you're walking a fine line between I told you I'm collection, obsession, and superstition. I'm feeling superstition. Because- oh, because it can only be large. Hold on, we're, I'm going to show you something. Well, just tell everybody what's happening since it's a fucking podcast and not an audio. So okay, much you questions. ready? Hold on, I'm going to open something. You're gonna you're gonna narrate what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. So at this moment in time, uh. Janina has walked over to an armoire, has opened it up, and oh, I can see the colors. All They're the colors. in. Yeah. They are in <laughs> Royoji order. She's stepping on a chair to reach her moleskins at the top of this oh, armoire. Oh my she's gosh! Taking down some of them, and okay. she is, has a smile on her face. Yeah, I'm smiling too because I'm. I'm in. I'm. I'm loving this. Okay. So Can you see the rest of the I rainbow that's up there? I see the rainbow. So I only pulled out nine. How many colors are there? The, the, when you said, I'm going to so always many. have to, how many, do you know like the amount? Like there uh, will only be 21 million Bitcoin. How many moleskin colors are there? I don't know the well, total. That, but it's ever changing because they're always they're always developing new, you know, the new season, if you will, or the new year. Okay. How long does it take to go through a notebook? Funny you should ask. So my fr- my the f- first one, the classic black, took a year, and now they only last two to three months. Okay, I've already written down that I'm ordering one. 
because my, my, I'm with you on the list thing. Something about writing with a pen to paper, like put something in your brain where typing does not, you know what I mean? It puts it in there and suddenly you not only learn it, but you become a like in a way accountable, right? Yes. So this has worked for you. So this is why I'm saying with the color thing, and I'll get back to my own personal story of notebooks in a minute, (laughs) but the color thing is not just an obsession. I think it's a superstition because if you have to start repeating colors, like what's going to happen to your lists and your life? Oh, I won't do it. I will never repeat. You can't. Not going to happen. No, I will switch to a different notebook Size. company before I do that. Wow. No, I'll go to like lectern or something before. Yeah. But the thing is that notebooks have, uh, I'm sorry, moleskin has now ventured into leather and they have denim and they have these things called two goes and they have like two tones. And so I haven't, I, I started buying the leather ones, but here's the thing. I've also gamified it. They are definitely too expensive for what they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because let's not forget they're just fucking notebooks, y'all. They're but not even leather bound. It, they, but there's a way, because I also went to the subreddit before this to do my little research. And there's a way that the pen writes on the paper that oh. is different than a normal notebook. So yes. said the Redditors. Supposedly. Yes. Right. Supposedly. So these are the true, the true believers. Yeah. The true, the true believers would say it is superior and these are the reasons why, but like turn people would probably say their own version. There are acid three acid free pages. There's 280 in each one. And it's just regular. It's not even that deep, but somehow their colors make me very happy. When I was really young, I said, I wanted to be the president of Crayola. So I definitely have a, like a color thing there. A bright color thing. Yes. Yeah. Like I got I got I'm very color, I'm very color sensitive. Um, well, colors are like music, but visual music. hundred percent. I completely am with you on that. Where do you think yes. that came from, Janina? I'm always, I always like digging in a little bit. Where do you think the color, why did you want to be the president of Crayola when you were a kid? Just probably experiencing synesthesia at a young age and not understanding what it was. <laughs> Can you explain what that is? To, to sure. People um, like me who don't know. That I'm going to say this, and there's going to be people out there that go, "Oh yeah, that's me." Hmm. If you hear music and see color, or, or vice versa, sometimes like you can sort of mm-hmm. you want you you experience one sense and another one is ignited. That kind of happens for me. Like right now, I'm like the the fact that your uh, David, your walls are green in the exact same way that my kitchen is green is like oh. definitely making me very happy. Oh yeah, so, same Right, green. so look, now our Zoom screens are exactly the same color, <laughs> right? So that is, so these kinds of things mean a lot to my I brain. I mean, have you ever read and, Oliver Sacks and his stuff? He's a famous neurologist who writes about all this. You you have to read his stuff. I have not. I really yeah. should and I will. Let me just- I'll, I'll DM you later with that. But back- <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so back to the process of- purchasing because we've touched on that. Oh yeah. What is, oh, no, what this is, is very yeah, important. And what's the, what's the process and what's the ramp up to the, you know, peak emotion of purchase, which, you know, we all know is, is addicting and serotonin being released in your brain. Oh yeah. Do you, do you buy when you need it? That's a good, do you buy when you need it or do you buy, do you prep? Like, do you go, oh, I know so many it, rules. Yeah. There are oh, rules. oh, oh. <laughs> because I don't want this to become it certainly be, can't become too insane, you guys. So I'm only allowed to have the same amount blank as filled. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does that make sense? So if I filled 12, then I can have 12 Standing waiting. by. 
standing by. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as you can see up there, there's, you know, there, you can see which ones are just beat to shit. Those are obviously the ones that are done, but yeah, there, there are ones that are, um, will be filled at some point, but that, but no new ones can enter the house until I've filled more and they can, and they're allowed in. And also I will not pay full price because they are over priced uh, for what they actually are. So that means that I've fully gamified it and I have searches on eBay and Poshmark and, but it get it like all over the, the place. So I, Oh, I just bought two leathers on Poshmark. This chick just gave up a lot of money. She's like, ah, take these. Uh, yes, yeah, please, I'll take them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'll take those. They're like 50 bucks when they're leather. Are you kidding me? Goodbye. I'll make it yeah. on my own. Thanks. You know, that's what I would normally do because nobody is thriftier than the child of immigrants. And um, <laughs> so that's just what it's always been. So that, so that's how I apply my, my thriftiness here and like track them down. But I have, that has been to my detriment. There's one that I can't find that was around and I can no longer find You have find to just it. keep the eBay, whale. like you have to search eBay basically every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I have a, I have a little notification going. I, I mean, Come clearly. On. I'm, I'm alerted. <laughs> What is the one that you're waiting on? What is the one that's elusive? Prussian blue. Mm. I'm looking this so, up. I'm curious. So it's close to sapphire blue, but it is a different kind of blue. And they no longer make it, and it is nowhere to be found. Now, I also felt this way about true orange, which was another elusive one. <laughs> God. Oh no. Okay. And so <laughs> this is a safe space, Janina. This is yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> we are loving on you here, not I, I, not I appreciate it. So True Orange was nowhere to be found. And then I found a company where that stamps them and you can um put your company logo on it, et cetera. And they had stock. And so I of, of the true they had orange. Stock. So I called them. And said, hi, I'm interested in putting in a large order, but I really need to see a sample first. Can I just buy one? And they said, yeah, sure. And they sold me one true orange and I finally got it. So I thought, well, certainly I could do that again for Prussian blue. No, nope, yeah, no, they cut on to you. <laughs> like, unless you want to. You got to do a different accent. Be like, Hello, my name is Tony yes. and I live in Arkansas. Okay, so the the purchase, it, it could be a short thing or it could be a long thing, depending on how long it takes you to find which one you're looking for, right? And mm-hmm. and so the quest is part of the journey. I love questing for things. It's Oh, yes. Yes. And then there was there were three that came out with in Target about a year and a half ago, and I somehow missed the news. There is no news. There is nobody. I'm the person <laughs> releasing the news. That's the truth. <laughs> you Nobody are the alerted me. I'm a you I'm the cartwheel the And then you can set notifications. What's the cartwheel? Well, again, I will I will DM you that. <laughs> okay. So Do you have one with um, you all the time? Was it always on yeah. you? Like when you go outside and go out and about? Yeah, it's kind of become a security blanket in a weird way because I can be more present because I'm not um worried that I'm not retaining something. So you don't, right. do you, you almost leave the phone at home and take the moleskin? Yeah. 
And why don't why not the smaller moleskin? Because it has to be the large one. Because a small moleskin feels more grab and go. But you're like, no, it's got to be five by eight. I think because it started that way and um, consistency is key. I don't know. Um, that I think also I'd probably lose the smaller one. You know, well, there's not enough. I mean, my own projection on that is there's not enough space in a small one to really, you know, write down what you need to write down to get through the, you know, week or the day or the, you know, I I had an obsession (laughs) similar to this, but mine was with a specific type of personal planner that they went out of business and my life hasn't been the same since it's what is it, it? it? it was a, I'm going to have to look up the title, but it's, it was a year long personal planner, but it laid out the five days over two pages. And then Saturday and Sunday were squares at the bottom. And it was like a, a little bit bigger than a five by seven. And it like was genius. And then all of a sudden I went to Staples to buy mine for, you know, the next year, which I believe it was like 2015. And they're like, oh yeah, we don't, they went out of business. And I'm like, what? Well, if you have the old one, I mean, we can just get it right. printed. For That's you. what we need to do. Or I'm thinking of shifting to moleskin. So, what what was your system for keeping yourself organized and accountable before moleskin? Did you have one, or or were you just chaos and anarchy? Chaos, anarchy, <laughs> messy, mess, mess. The other day, uh, I was in like some kind of I don't know Zoomy meeting, and my creative partner saw me put something down in the notebook and he was like, it's going to get done guys. If it goes in the notebook, it's getting done. So yeah, I mean, I, you said the right word, Claire, it's, it's about Mm -hmm. accountability. And, and this has become my, my way of making sure it actually gets done. All right. If you find (laughs) in your quest, the Prussian blue, do you use it? Do you save it? Does it go to the back of the lineup, the front of the lineup? Do you gift it? What happens? Nobody else gets it. <laughs> I've been questing for it for a long time. I will. Well, that's true. I will. I've definitely bought and given away many a moleskin, but it, it's so apparently so rare that I, I'd have to keep it for myself. Yeah. So that's that. No, you bring that up is a really fun thing for me. So we all have these obsessions. This is clearly your obsession. But it's fun to know when sometimes sometimes an obsession is just a personal thing. Is this something that you do give out and gift people? Do you want to bring people in your life into the moleskin world, or do you not care what other people think? Or like, are you a are you a uh, what's what's the word uh, evangelist? evangelist? Yeah, for moleskins. Or are you like, nah, it's just my own thing? I I'm definitely an evangelist of creating a process that works for you. Uh, so that is a conversation that I like having often with artists and learning from other people's process. How do you manage to be such a high functioning person when I know you're broken? So, (laughs) you know, I know you well enough to know that you are a broken person, but you're also brilliant and high functioning. Please teach me the way. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, this one happens to make me, um, a medium functioning person. So it's helpful to me. It doesn't mean that it's definite. It's like the right thing for everybody. But if I have discerned that someone might benefit from this method, if they're worthy, if they're worthy, oh, I, know, I, th- I think it's more like, this is a thing that has worked for me. Have you tried it yet? Here's a moleskin. Mm-hmm. So, so it's interesting that you come at it from a place, not of like this fun, pretty notebook gift thing. You're coming at it from a place of like, 
This is from, a tool. From the tool. Like this is a tool in your tool. If I think you if I think I if you're close enough to a person and you feel like they would listen to you and they would listen to the suggestion of a new tool, then you shared the tool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So not yeah. mm-hmm. okay, cool. Well, has anyone received it and has it been like, oh, M G, you changed it. Absolutely. Mind. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All I gotta do is write this shit down and it gets done because object permanence is hard for ADHD brains. Mm-hmm. So that's why if you find yourself, I mean, anybody out there who has it knows if I need to get something done, then I need to have it right in front of me. Otherwise it won't get done. I'll forget that it exists. So that is just an object permanence thing. It's just, it just is what it is. And it's, you know, you can call it a disorder or you can just call it a, you know, it's a superpower in other ways. So if you can just use lists and they work for you, it's going to get done. The order in which it gets done is not important. It's just, if you know that you take all the pressure off yourself and you go, oh no, I wrote it down. It's going to get done. How many have you filled up and how many, how many are awaiting? Let's see. There was nine there. She's counting. She's looking. Still counting. So there's 34, which means 17 are filled. Mm-hmm. At least. Mm-hmm. Or slightly more. Yeah. Depending mm-hmm. on the yeah, the purchase history of late. Yeah. Do you ever delve in? Do you ever? This is a crazy question based on what I know about you. <laughs> do you ever start one on a different subject when this one's still going? Like, but there aren't the- subjects, right? It's just dates. So sometimes I found, I have found myself, depending on the gig, like if I'm on a show where I'm leading the show, I got to say a lot of lines that somebody else wrote, then mm-hmm. I will often write out my lines. So they stick in my head better. And also I'm writing subtext out of like what I actually mean versus what I'm saying. So I'll do a lot of the actory artisty work mm-hmm. in a book. And sometimes I will put tabs on it. So one third of it is there for um, just some lines and the, you know, but like right now, you know, David will tell you I'm on the morning show, but I don't say anything ever. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like, gig. it's the, it's this <laughs> giant show where there's literally so many people that unless you're saying a monologue, you're not, you're a featured extra amongst the biggest geniuses in, in the industry right now. It's the wildest experience. So um, I, right now I don't need to split it up. I can just, it's going to be one page where I'm writing out some stuff and then I keep it going, you know? Right. Right. But it is, there are dates, right? So in the front, <laughs> in the front, I have my phone number because it says, in, in case of loss, please return to, well, it's got my phone number. <laughs> I didn't say the in case of loss. That's what they, it's inscripted there. That's their inscription. Mm-hmm. And then I, words, not yours. Yes, yes, exactly. And then underneath that, I have the color of it. So this one is mm-hmm. lemon green. I love that. So then I can look back on it and it says September 2. So I will have, I mean, like I even have a spreadsheet of when things were, what what color I used in what time, because I know that there might be notes from a meeting that I took or I took extensive notes and I'll be in an email and be like, oh, no, no, no. I know exactly what, when that was. Let me find it. I'll check the email date of when the meeting was. I'll refer to the <laughs> spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. Cross I'll, find, reference. I'll cross-reference. I'll pull that moleskin, flip, flip, flip. Oh, here's all the notes. 
Mm-hmm. So do you know which one right now you're going to use next? What color? Or is it the joy of the moment? Mm. And like the joy of the moment. Yeah. So you finish this book and you what and then you go feel the, you know, 17, give or take. Yeah. A few less. And you look at the colors and how do you decide yeah. what feels right? Do you close your eyes? Do you open them? What's happening? Yeah. So question. an example of why this, well, I chose this one because my boyfriend has really cute shorts that he bought recently that are this color. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This reminds me, this reminds me of his cute shorts that showed up around the same time. So this represents the era of the cute short boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, So it's fairly arbitrary, but it does feel like this color represents this moment, this era of time of this one year. When I was redoing my house, I had an army green one because that's the central color of the palettes throughout the house that Mm -hmm. um, were created. So the kitchen is all army green. And then that was there's like a through line of that color. So the moleskin was the army green one. And then after that, I needed to stay within the palette because I was designing around that color. So, you know, like there's definitely some mindsets, but I haven't really used any of the pinks, Uh any of the, one day I realized, oh, I have all these purples and pinks and none of them have been used. Interesting. So I don't know when I'm going to use them. Because apparently I'm not attracted to those colors. So, yeah. When was the moment? Was it with the first black moleskin? Was it a few in the moment, you know, as Oprah would say, the aha moment where you're like, this is working. Like, this (laughs) is all working. I feel like the third one, I was like, I can no longer live without this. What is there some rom-com movie where... It's somebody says some kind of point of wisdom, which is like, one day I just realized I couldn't live without him. That's how I felt about Shit's Creek. <laughs> By the third episode, I was like, okay, now I'm hooked. Yeah. What's something about third. Something about the third one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you doodle in it? Not really. No. Because, but you're not a doodler. I guess I'm not. I think my mind is doodling all the time, <laughs> so I don't need to. Uh, I do see this thing, though. The first, I'm realizing, the first page says leftover from light blue, which is what I used Ooh. before this. So, so you, so you can a, connect, yeah. Yeah, so there's a process where I go through. <laughs> every page is crossed out, and then there's a big line through it once the whole thing is done, right? And that is what I did on Friday and Saturday of September. And then... As soon as I go to the next one, I will go through every single page of this one, make a list of everything that's left over from Lemon Green. That will be the first page of the next Moleskine notebook. And then mm-hmm. I will proceed to live my life as quote unquote normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. I love that it's about the quest. It's about the the journey of the purchase. It's about the systematic like color ratio to used and new how big of a fan on a scale of one to 100 are you of moleskin notebooks one to 100 and don't cut yourself short i would say what it has evolved into which is the quest and the integration in and the process built i would say 100 (laughs) yeah but it but it 
it's like not falling in love at first sight. It's like spending years with someone and being like, wow, mm. we really have something. You're holding hands and you know each other intimately. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah you're going to early bird dinners together. Like this is I didn't, it's real love. Yeah, I didn't realize I married my best friend. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and if you were to get, if you were to suggest to somebody that we always like asking about the gateway drug, what's the gateway drug into moleskins? If you said someone who doesn't have one, you had to buy one. Would it be? I would say, actually, what your instinct was, I would tell them to get a small moleskin, but from their volant collection, which is softer. So it's bendy. So you can roll it up, throw it in a back pocket, and just always have it there. Yeah, that's what I would say. A little crumply, a little sexy, a little on the go. Yeah. The other part that I love about it is that you have to get the ruled. And I'm a big believer in the ruled. The blank? No, no. No, blank, no. No. Blank, no. No, no. No, no. Get it out of here. I'd love to know what the difference is. I'd love to know the psychological makeup of the the person who gets the blank notebook papered notebooks and the ruled notebook paper notebooks. Because there are people who are like, oh, yeah, They, they clearly make the blank ones. The three of us aren't those people. But who who are you? Please just reach out to us, Claire and I. Or they Gina. have ones with grids. They have ones with yeah. dots. The dots. Though the that dots, dot thing is so weird. Well, the dots are there for digitizing. Explain. Because it's yeah. Because it's compatible with yeah smartware. In the oh. same way that um, we wear dots on our face if we do motion capture, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. how it's grabbing all the information with the pen. Oh, yeah. I love it. I am going, I'm not joking <laughs> when I say I'm ordering one today. Will you tell me, time. please DM me and tell me which one you get. I'm, because I'm not kidding. My obsession with these yearly planners and then for them to become obsolete, it kind of threw me a kilter for the last couple of years. Okay. Well, I, have you heard about the professional collection? No. So that's, like, a, I, feel that's like a, I feel like you just opened a door and it's <laughs> beautiful. So there is a, a section of moleskins that are hard covered and they are large and they have their own layout of the page and they're almost like Cornell notes. Did you ever have to learn the Cornell yes. note system? Yes. So there's yes. a margin and you can sort of um, compartmentalize your thoughts in different ways. So that yes. might work for you in a different way. So it's the, per- it's called the professional, the professional. Right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Look There's into it. Just look thing. at the way that it's laid out. Find some YouTube videos yeah. and they'll they'll explain it to you. But yeah, I'm also, so excited. You are 100% allowed to create your own notebook that works for you. I will Photoshop you a template. We can find a place to print them and bind it for you because your process is the thing that matters. And if you found one that works for you, just make it for yourself. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm so with you on that. I mean, you have definitely inspired me to get back to, you know, to leave the digital calendar, which has never really worked for me, and to go back to like hand to paper. Yeah. Done. Boom. Yeah. Try it. (laughs) Janina, you rock. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. Yes. Thank you so much. You're amazing. I will keep you updated on my questing. I I truly can't wait to see it on yours. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. Okay, (laughs) David, I mean, I feel like I'm the perfect person for this podcast because I truly get 
like excited and almost obsessed with the same thing after talking to our guests. Like I'm not joking when I'm art, I've already hearted like eight Moleskin notebooks on Poshmart and I'm, I'm fully going in on this. And I feel like this happens to me with every guest because they're, enthusiasm is so infectious that I get enthused as well. I hope that's happening to you guys who are listening. And, and David, do you have the same experience? Claire, I will be honest. It is a danger. This is a dangerous podcast for you. I've le- I've been watching, I, I, I <laughs> listen and chat with you and watch you. And I'm like, she's going to have like 1700 new hobbies from this podcast, which isn't a bad thing. I just hope all of your kids are going to be okay with uh, losing their mother. Well, we originally, you know, about <laughs> about 13 years ago, I had a podcast with someone who loved children and look what happened. So, I mean, you know, it's oh, like, no, <laughs> it's amazing. But it's true. I mean, I just find so much joy in what makes people happy, you know, and what makes them tick and what works for it. That's the other thing we're starting to uncover that I was, that's unexpected to me is like, we're finding out what works for people in their lives, you know? And like, if you want to scrape away the funness and like the pop culture of fanatics, it's, it's a little bit of like a self-help show, you know? Oh yeah. Because it's like, okay, you're, you know, you're unorganized, you're depressed, you're this, you're that. Well, here's what worked for me. And it's just about sharing that out into the world. And I love that. Everyone's fanaticism tends to not only just be it's not just pure joy, right? It's also like it helped me become a man. It helped me become the woman that I am. It it helps me with, you know, like Janina today, my, you know, ADHD. You know, it's it's something that is both a fun thing, but also, yeah, helpful to the heart, like taking to the care mind. of animals gives me, you know, a sense of purpose, a meaning to my day, whereas otherwise, you know, whatever it, yeah, it's identifying those things that almost sometimes our subjects don't think about themselves that I love so much. Yeah. Self-care, self-care, self-care. We need that. Uh, we need and I may, that. and dare I say, is this for us? Maybe Claire, I, that we're doing this podcast. The fact that, you know, does this help us sort of ground ourselves and hearing other people's stories? Are we using it for our own self-care? I'm definitely projecting. <laughs> I'm not afraid to admit that the mirror does not fall far from my face on this one. <laughs> yeah. I do think that, you know, the joy that we have gotten from hosting is, uh, you know, the joy, hopefully that we're passing along to our listeners. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We've had a great time with you. Uh, David, I, my love for you is strong right here, right here. Super strong. We're making heart. We're making heart, yes. uh, things out of our fingers for each other and That's happening and all our guests. And until next time, please stay in touch with us all over the interwebs. Peace out. Next week's a good one, guys. We have for you a dear friend of mine and hopefully someone who plays a role in your life that makes you laugh a lot because he is Mr. Tony Hale from Arrested Development, Veep, Toy Story 4. Yes, Forky. Forky will be with us. And of course, his new show, The Mysterious Benedict Society on Disney+. And we're not going to talk about any of that. Not a dime. We're going to talk about his love of indoor malls. Now, not like... Big outdoor malls or strip malls, just good old-fashioned indoor malls. You're welcome. See you next Thursday. Thank you for listening to Fanatics, a Roddenberry podcast. For more episodes and info, head over to wearefanatics.com or tweet your Fanatics thoughts and stories at wearefanatics. Yes, that's we are F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. Our show is hosted by Claire Kramer and me, David Magadoff. 
produced by me, Claire Kramer, and Colin Baker. Executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Our sound engineer and editor is Elizabeth Joy Windham. And you can thank Stephen Mudd for our theme song. Catch us next Thursday for another Fanatics episode. Boy, that's a lot. When I rise in my moleskin, I feel good in my whole skin. And I feel it even deeper in my soul skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>